This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. Pittsburgh Steeler fans, ho-ho, week 10 is almost over with a Monday night football game, but I gotta tell you, wow, yesterday was a crazy, ugly game, and that's just because of the weather, <laughs> I was there and ouch, so I am hungover from that as well, this is the Steelers hangover, we've got so much to talk about because of the tie, we've got so much to talk about because of some crazy accusations towards a Steelers backup quarterback from the beginning of the game, from pregame, and we've got so many injuries to talk about. We've got to talk about the tie in general, and we've also got to talk about the play of the team, a rash of fumbles, and not to mention a whole bunch of injuries and a couple positive COVID tests. So before we do that, we got to welcome in Steeler Chick 46, the first one in, as we always do. Welcome to SC46. And alongside me is Shannon White and Tony Defio. Gentlemen, how are you? I'm doing great. How are you guys doing? I'm, I don't seem convinced, Tony, on that, but we'll get to that in a second. Shannon, how are you, my friend? I'm doing awesome. All I'm right. just putting this putting this tie behind us. Okay. Just put Look, it behind us and moving forward. I know everybody's upset over the tie. Ugly ties are only for Father's Day. I get that. <laughs> but I am just going to say this. The Browns had... Are you glad you're not a Browns fan today? Always. Always. I mean, <laughs> gosh. Yeah, yeah that's, that's very true. <laughs> Man, they somebody's buying somebody a Coke. I'm going to tell you that. Man, that was ugly. Cardinals yeah. got destroyed. The uh, They didn't have their quarterback either. Uh, the Buccaneers. They, the Buccaneers lost. And oh, speaking of the Cardinals, I would be in the final four if they would have won of, of the uh, survivor poll from BTSC, but I got knocked out. I made it all the way to the top 10 and I got knocked out. I believe there's four left in uh in game one, which I was involved in. But anyways, man, it, it was crazy. You had so many upsets, not to mention that the Ravens got upset. Hey, the Steelers, in a lot of people's opinion, got upset yesterday because they tied. You can look at it that way. That's that's fine. Like I said. I understand if you're disappointed in the way they played next week, but man, I've just got to say, I'm glad we're just upset about a tie and not an L. What do yeah. you think, fellas? I mean, uh, I guess we don't have to worry about tiebreakers the rest of the year. Now that's one good thing. You don't have to worry about watching that, but yeah, I mean, uh, you know, when you have your quarterback go on the COVID list, 
less than 24 hours before the game and the backup has to go in and uh, rainy, sloppy conditions. Uh, couldn't stop the run all game. Uh, but at the end of the day, he still put them in position to win in overtime and they just fumbled. I, I would have loved to see Boz uh, have a chance in, at, from around the 40. So we're going to talk about Mason Rudolph's performance. We're going to talk about the bad tackling. We're going to talk about all of that because I have some strong things to say for and against the team here. I'm I'm not going to pull any punches. Shannon, your thoughts, initial reaction. What are you going to blame the most for the tie? The most uh, was being being out with COVID. Um, there was opportunities there to be had, uh, and I believe they would have capitalized on them. Uh, otherwise, uh, you know, you can't, you know, you can't overstate the importance of his leadership, especially with these young guys. And you just had a, a huddle full of young guys and and backups and inexperience, and and it, it showed at times uh, on both sides of the ball, but. Uh, I would say being being out and then when TJ went out. Okay, so let me go ahead and address this because I know there was a lot of question about this and we're going to bring in our very own, not bring them in, um, but we're going to bring up a comment from our great friend, Big Brosco. It's Bad's fault he was there. <laughs> Absolutely. Now, what I'm getting the most flack <laughs> from is being there and wearing a shirt. My gosh, I had five or six layers, and I've been in 35-degree weather before, and it doesn't bother me. But when you throw that rain on the mix, I ended up wearing a red poncho over my TJ Watt Batman jersey. It was you. And I was dying. And Well, no, it was I did that at halftime, so... <laughs> but I was absolutely freezing. So I am not going to apologize for, uh, I am not going, hey, they did not lost, lose because I wore a shirt. Um, let's just say that. But, and here's the thing. Nobody wants to see me shirtless at a game. I mean, my family has to walk in and see me with like nacho dip on my chest when I'm watching <laughs> a game. And, and that's actually, that doesn't happen. I'm, but, you know, we're not gonna we're not gonna do that. I will promise to go shirtless if I'm watching from my living room. So I think that's what it works because they did win when I wasn't there, and I was wearing a shirt because I was at someone else's house. I don't want to do that. But yes, I as Steeler Chicks forty six asked, is bad going shirtless Sunday night? I'll go shirtless if I'm at home. That's no problem. But really, I don't think anybody in the live chat. Anybody in Steeler Nation, anybody really wants to see this body exposed from the from the shirt up, from the pants up, belt up, whatever you want to call it. So now <laughs> George Teston says at least wear a bib bad. Yeah, that's uh yeah, that would be even worse. So hey, I just I just put you off of food thinking about it dripping on my chest. So there you we're go. doing good. All right, so with that being said, the name of this show is Steelers Kiss an Ugly Sister in tie with Detroit. Now, something I do want to say here, and I, I've got to I've got to make sure I don't want to offend anybody. 
So, Shannon, I know I said that about kissing a sister. I'm not talking about your home state of West Virginia whatsoever. I just want to say that. So if I insult you, I, I, I'm going to give you a chance right now to let me know if I'm insulting you here. No, I, I have no problem with that. I don't have a sister. So I've only kissed other people's sisters, so I ain't worried about it. <laughs> All right, good. So the thought of me shirtless is so much better now. Yes. <laughs> so here, here's the thing now. Tony, you're going to appreciate this. You're a huge Seinfeld fan. Oh, yeah. And I am allowed to make fun of the state of West Virginia because I lived there for nine years. Just like Tim Watley, the dentist from season seven or eight of Seinfeld, was able to make jokes because he was converting to Judaism. So I know you love that show. So who played right. the great Tim Watley? Brian Cranston, and and I think Seinfeld was right. He was doing it for the jokes. He was converting <laughs> to the jokes. So <laughs> that's it. I'm I'm only making fun of West Virginia, you know, for the jokes. I had a great nine years in West Virginia. I no problem. Um, even the uh, the marriage and the divorce in West Virginia. So <laughs> that's that's pretty good too. And it was not to my sister because. My sister was in Pennsylvania, so I was okay. And, of course, Steelers Freak brings it up, Breaking Bad. And if you don't know, if you've never watched the show Breaking Bad, man, that show's fantastic. Oh, mm -hmm. I love that. Oh, Have that you watched that, Tony? Because uh, oh, you yeah. love it, too? And I know Shannon's I, I, saying yes. Oh, it's a classic, yeah. Yeah. I watched the first episode, uh, the original episode, uh, I guess in 08. And I thought, oh, that's a pretty good show. And then for some reason, I never watched it again. And then, like, five years later, I find out it's the greatest show of all time. So I had to binge it on uh, Netflix a few years ago. Yeah, that, that show's absolutely incredible. And if you don't know Brian Cranston from that, you should know Brian Cranston from Malcolm in the Middle, which he played the dad, <laughs> Hal, on Malcolm in the Middle. Pretty good stuff there, too. So with that being said, let's get into uh, uh, a less happy discussion, and it is the tie. But I'm going to try to turn this tie around into something something fun. Let's We'll, ju we'll just go ahead and do that. So... Here we go. Let's get into this. Now, Shannon said he's going to go ahead and blame Big Ben for the COVID. And not not blame Big Ben, but blame the absence of Big Ben. Excuse me. I, I want to I make sure I, I correct that. The absence of Big Ben as the main reason that they lost that game. Shannon, I'm going to respectfully disagree with you. I'll get to that in a little bit. Tony, what's your thoughts? I mean... Uh, yeah, I mean, having been in there certainly would have would have uh, could have made a difference. I mean, uh, some of the throws that Rudolph made, uh, like the the, the, the open uh, pl uh, throw to to um, Ray Ray when, when he was open in the end zone. I mean, that, that probably should have been a touchdown. But at, like I said, uh, at the end of the day, you know, uh, Rudolph put them in position to win in overtime. He didn't play a great game, but he put them in position to win, and they just coughed the football up twice. And that last call, I, I kind of put on the, the coach, uh, whether it's Tomlin or Matt Canada, why 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 are you trying to gain, uh, what, a couple extra yards on, on, a, on that quick out to Fryermuth? And he wasn't going to get out of bounds, so they were going to have to frantically, uh, you know, get up there and spike the ball for – so to me, I think after, after – was it Deontay Johnson, that play, I think they should have – Went for a field goal. Okay, I, I hear you there. Now, look, this is – I'm going to blame it on a lot of things here. 
sure, I'm going to go ahead. I'll throw some blame. I'm not going to completely shut Shannon out and say that Ben's absence didn't make a difference because it did make a difference. Mason Rudolph was okay. I'm not going to say he was terrible. He did some things that were were really good. He did some things that Ben couldn't do with that, that huge run, and he looked pretty good in some instances. But most of the time, he was eh. But I will say this. And, and Tony, you're bringing up the uh, the bounce pass to uh, James Washington. Mm-hmm. Terrible. And, I mean, you can't – inexcusable. Right. I will say that. But I'm probably not giving him – I'm probably not making him the dud of the week. And if you haven't checked out that column on BehindTheSilkCurtain.com – Go ahead and check that out. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna say that he is the dud of the week. He was just a part of it. Um, a lot of people are wanting wanting to blame the defense, and I tell you what, I'm right there as far as the defense as well. And I'm not sure what that noise is. Do, am I the only one hearing a very strange noise I in hear the it. background? Yeah, I, I hear it too. I do not know what that is. There's. I am in a pretty not sterile room, but I, I'm uh, I'm not sure whether that's going through the system or not. That's that's very odd. Um, but anyways, I, I will just say that I thought the defense was terrible. Oh yeah. When when it comes to stopping the run, however, that defense in most of the third quarter and the fourth quarter I thought were pretty good. I thought I thought it was decent enough. I'm not completely jumping on the uh, the the Devin Bush. I'm not at all. I'm saying completely. I'm not jumping on the Devin Bush hate whatsoever yet. I'm not ready to do that. Um, but there's there's a lot there. The big thing to me, I thought the play calling, and I usually don't. I usually don't go against the play calling a lot, but I thought yesterday it wasn't that good. So, with that being said, gentlemen, um, that's where we can put the blame so many places. But I will go back to the fact that it's not a tie. It's not a loss. Excuse me. It's not a tie. Sorry, I'm I'm a little uh, I I'm a little distracted right now. There's a weird noise in the background. And they, hey, guess what? Actually, this makes me feel good. I, I probably shouldn't do this. I'm gonna bring somebody up. Joseph Malizia says boring. I'm hoping he's saying that about the Steelers' offense because I'm sure he's not saying that about us. Um, well, he's, not fa- he's on Facebook, so it's a possibility. He's on Facebook. Um, yeah, yeah, so it's probably, it could it could be about us. Well, he's I think it is because he's saying jump on a treadmill. So it must I must be being fat shamed here. Oh right, well, gosh, I wow. All right, I'll take that. Yeah, I, I really should jump on a treadmill. That, you know what I mean? That's th- true. Th- so. Since Joseph's on Facebook, I have to commend you for uh, for spelling everything right. Good job, buddy. Good job. <laughs> no, no, wait, 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 wait. We've got we've got some good Facebookers here. I I will I will definitely say that. Um, oh, there's a bad one Todd, right there. We've can... got we've got Todd, Charles, Stacy, Lynn. I mean, I'm looking through Terry. We, we've got some. We've got. And if I'm not. Uh, yeah, you know, I don't want to go up against them because they're pretty good. And here's this thing: we've got Craig, um, we've got some good Tina, we've got some good Facebookers. Even Big Bros goes a, a Facebooker, and we know 
he gets spelled. We've got Jerry here. And here's something interesting, though. So if you're on Facebook, Don's here. What's up, Don? Um, if you're on Facebook, you don't know what the people from in the live chat from YouTube say. And if you're on YouTube, you can't see anything from Facebook unless we bring them up. So um, I am going to go ahead and uh, bring those up. Hey, I I appreciate uh, you know Debbie coming in, um, Charles too. Hey, look, you know not everybody's going to like me. I'm I'm uh, if you meet me, you might like me because I think I'm cool to hang out with. Um, I have a persona here at, at BTSC as we all do, and you're not going to agree with us. But if you're going to sit behind your your little keyboards and you're going to rip on us, that's fine. Try doing this. Not not exactly easy. So uh, probably stuff I shouldn't do. I shouldn't react to that. But I've uh, kind of had it lately with that. Hey, Bert, there's Bert, my aloha buddy from Maui. He's in here too. So um, definitely appreciate everybody coming in. You know, no problem. But I I could jump on a treadmill. I could mix in a salad there. Um, I, I guess I will, Joseph. Big Joe, uh, I'll go ahead and do that. Um, but I tell you what, do me a favor, send me send me uh, your personal information so I could dig into your life, and I'll go ahead and uh, see if I could find some holes in it and make fun of you. No, I, I, second thought, I won't do that because I'm not a wang. So Joseph, <laughs> I guess what? You know, Here we go. You know, you know, you know what, what we're I like doing? About Joseph? Blocked. Gone. Good. You're out of here. What I like about Joseph uh, more than anything is he's really creative. <laughs> what is insults? Anyway, so yeah, 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 yeah. Hey, tell the fat guy he's fat. Sure. I mean, like I don't know that. <sighs> All right, here we go. Um, what do you think of that, Joseph? Anyway, go ahead. <laughs> no, no, he didn't talk about. But no, he just wants to talk about the boring fat guy. So, all right, I'm not. I'm going to stop talking about this because I don't want to do this to the rest of you. You're here for Steeler stuff, and I'll go ahead and give you Steeler stuff. That's no problem. Um, I've, I, I, I get this a lot. My wife yells at me. Jeff Hartman yells at me. Quit reading the comments, and then I stop a while, and then I start reading them because there's a lot of good comments, and then, mm -hmm. then I just go crazy. And now I've become the guy because I'm almost fifty. I'm in my last month. Of being in my forties, December third. And I, I, oh, thank you. And I'm kind of, I'm, I'm kind of hitting a wall where I'm just cranky, and I've never been. Cr I'm the jolliest guy <laughs> around. I have a former call coworker called me. <laughs> I love it. Called me Jolly Brian. I, I, I have got to bring this one up. This is great. Um. I have enjoyed colonoscopies to include the prep more than Steelers games this year, yet I keep coming back. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, That's a good way to put it. So, anyways, yeah, I think I'm losing my mind. And I think the Steelers are helping me lose my mind, but I'm not going away. Just like the colonoscopies. <laughs> Steelers freak's not going away. Uh, um, so, anyways, um, but yeah. December 3rd's coming up way too soon. So I think I'm losing my mind and I, I might be losing my filter because I know my mom has lost her filter and I hope she's not watching this. She watches, but uh, <laughs> big bros goes says bad. will be screaming at the kids. Get off of my lawn. Um, mm -hmm. 
I don't know if I, I, I have no problem if, if you're going to be cool, if you don't pee on my grass, yeah. you can be on my lawn. I don't care. All right, let, let's get back into this. So much to talk about with the Steelers here and with, with the tie. You know what we talked about last week? Letdown games. We talked about the dreaded trap game. I think the letdown game and the trap game went out the door when you found out that Ben wasn't going to play and you knew you weren't going to have Chase Claypool. Then in that game, then what we're going to do in that game, actually, you know what? Let me address this. Raymond Santiago, we will address Devin Bush, I promise you. Uh, I've seen you mention it a couple times. Um, yes, we will definitely address address you as well. That is a great question, and I love it. It's about Devin Bush. So I we're, we will definitely do that. But when I look at this game, as soon as Ben went out, I was at – my dad's in – Involved with the, he's a member of the Marine Corps League, and I went to the Marine Corps ball the other night. And it was, I was walking in, I had my keys in my pocket, and my Steeler lanyard was hanging out. And I met, uh, I met some season ticket holders, Jay and Lori, and they were talking to me. And in the middle of, in the middle of the ceremony, I, I see this come across on our Slack channel that no Ben in the COVID test. And as soon as they were done speaking, I ran over to tell my new friends this, and they were like, whoa, really? And I'm like, yeah. So this actually stops becoming a trap game then because now you have Mason Rudolph in there and you don't have, you don't have him. You don't have Chase Claypool either. And so then I'm watching the introductions and these are two offensive players. And I'm watching the introductions and they, I love how they save Minka, TJ. Then finally, the last guy to come out is Cam. They save them to the end. But I'm looking at some of these guys coming out. And, I mean, of course, I, you know, I knew I was going to see names such as uh, James Pierre. And I knew I was going to go ahead and see names like um, on the offensive line, Isaiah, uh, defensive line, excuse me, Isaiah Bugs, and then Chris Wormley. But I'm watching this come out. And I was like, wow, there's a whole lack of stars here. But that's okay. There, there's still, there's a lot of youth. And, you know, you're thinking, okay, they're going to, they're going to be fine. They're still going to be fine. And they came out looking pretty good. Then all of a sudden, they just were not good against the run. Right. And then the offense, then it started to fall apart for the offense. But for me, the biggest part of this game is you've already lost Ben. You've already lost Chase Claypool. And then going down in that game, two offensive line and your two guards are gone. Then you lose your star corner in Joe Hayden. And besides Trey Turner, besides Kevin Dotson, and then Joe Hayden... Who goes out next? It's TJ Watt. Gentlemen, would you agree that TJ Watt is the franchise at this point? Absolutely. I mean, without uh, he's the straw that stirs the drink. Uh, like I said, after he, the, the groin injury he had, and he, he missed some time. Yeah, without him, I mean, making dynamic plays and, and, and saving games like, like you saw against Seattle and just being a constant disruptive force. Uh, it, it, it makes that defense even, uh, you know, 
less dynamic. And, and, and of course, they're, they're having a, a well of a time being opportunistic this year. So without Watt, that makes it even worse. So, yeah, I mean, uh, without him, it, it's difficult. Shannon, I took some flack in the live chat last week because I mentioned that TJ Watt is over 60 sacks now. I, I believe he is 61, uh, <laughs> 61 and a half now. And uh, the uh, record is 80 and a half by James Harrison and the fact that he could also break James Harrison's single season record. And people are like, we, we need to talk about wins. We don't need to talk about stats and records. It's like, no, all I'm saying is that this is what this guy's done in his career to become a face of the defense. And I don't think the Steelers have had a true face of the defense for a long, long time that, is doing what he's doing. Cam is so important. Mink is so important. But I think that that this is a guy with the motor and the youth to really look at for the next next decade. So that's why I'm bringing him, him up. But Shannon, when you heard the news that he was going down, when you saw him laying on the turf, pointing to his hip, pointing to his knee, pushing his brother away. I mean, <laughs> what was going through your head? I thought initially that he'd broke his leg because it was the whipping action uh, where uh, Sherbert's leg hit him as he was coming around. And I, I told my wife, I said, oh, I think he broke it. And I just, you know, and remember last year when Dupree went out uh, and, and what an, an impact that had. And, what is the MVP, the most valuable uh, player, without a doubt, on on the Steelers? Uh, uh, I guess Najee Harris would be number two at the moment. But um, yeah, I thought it was it potentially could have been devastating. Um, and but then I seen him walk out of the uh, tent, uh, and they didn't take him immediately to the locker room. And those two things led me to believe that if they thought. If they thought it was a chance it was an ACL, they'd have took him right in. And uh, he was hardly limping, but you could tell he was hurting. But So I, I felt much better then. I, I figured he'd miss some time, but I was hoping it wouldn't be extended. All right. I've, uh, I'm glad you said that because I'm sitting there at the game. I don't have – I used to wear headphones at the game. I, I don't do that now. Um, so I have no clue what's going on. I just see him laying on the turf. And I put a message into you guys saying, hey, can somebody tell me what they're saying on TV? Thanks. None of you answered me, by the way. I, I mean, did. you know, you I did. Was, you did. I was. Yeah, I was it taken winning, a while. I was busy winning a bowling championship. I didn't have time to. <laughs> I, I, I wasn't checking my phone, really. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> Great. Um, <laughs> anyways, I, I'm kidding. I mean, no, but I was completely I had no clue. And my nephew, who's going to be 15 next week, I took him for his birthday, and I don't want to take him to L.A. I told him, I'm not, I'm not taking you to L.A. yet. Uh, I might take you to Vegas when you're 21, but not to L.A. yet when you're 15. Um, so anyways, he looks at me. He's like, what's wrong? Is he after the season? Is he this? I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> I'm looking at the same thing you're looking at. I have no idea. And so, I mean, that that's a sinking feeling when you have no clue. And that's probably even worse of a feeling with you watching the game because the broadcast crew is probably speculating what's going on. And so you don't know. 
Um, even Charlie Batch scared me after the game, driving home with a bunch of those guys saying, hey, they didn't come back in the game, so it's bad news. So the news that we get today, fellas, we got some what we think is pretty good news because we heard day-to-day on Joe Hayden. We heard the, the phrase that we heard last week with Chase Claypool, week-to-week on Chase Claypool. Now it's week-to-week on TJ Watt week-to-week on Kevin Dotson, and no news on Trey Turner, which I think Trey Turner is very important to this team as well. But we haven't heard the news, and if we have heard the news, please let me know. I may have missed that. But all I'm going to say is this. Those four injuries could have been so much worse. Right. We already thought last week that we were losing Chase Claypool for the year. So even though that we hear day-to-day or week-to-week, are you satisfied with that because it's not the worst case scenario or are you thinking that it's still going to be a long time, Shannon? Now, as far as what they said that it's basically soreness and pain, nothing structural. Uh, I'm sure there's some bruising, but they said there's no guarantee he won't play against the chargers. Uh, so I believe that uh, a lot of times if it's just a pain threshold, you, you know, uh, problem. I, I believe he could even be back, uh, uh, you know, against the Chargers or the, or the next week. Uh, now, the high ankle sprain that Dotson has is more concerning because, you know, that's a three or four week, even for an offensive lineman, a lot of times recovery. So um, they, they, there's no guarantee that uh, the COVID guys is going to make it back for the Chargers either. So, you know, every team has to go through it and, and, I always said the the you know who has the good fortune of good health, uh, usually it's who are the most successful teams, uh, you know during the season. So, uh, but no, I, it wouldn't shock me if if what does not play against the Chargers. All right, so here's some guys to bring up here, and they're asking it in the live chat as well. The COVID guys, Mink and Ben. Now it's so funny. It seems like Ben was diagnosed with COVID a week ago, but <laughs> it's about right. 48 hours that he's been diagnosed with COVID. So the 10 days is not going to come into effect here. So he has to, he has to uh, be positive. Excuse me. I'm sorry. <laughs> he has to test negative the, uh, the next couple of days. I, I still, man, this messes me up all the time with positive and negative, just like Seinfeld when George thought he had cancer. Uh, yeah. skin cancer. Um, <laughs> by the way, that was my favorite that was season. That was season three. What's that? That was the lupus. Office. No, that was no. The office. No, yeah, no, 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 no. Yeah. But I mean, that's fine, but no, but when, uh, George in season three during the pilot season, um, uh, they're like, your test came out positive. And he's like, no, 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 oh, trust oh, okay. me. It's the Joe Devola episode. Oh, okay. And the, uh, so, um, anyways, I, I you know, I kind of say positive all the time when you think positive is um, a good thing. And when he found out that it was negative, anyone went crazy. So, um, so with that being said, you know, it's still he still has to test negative twice. Minka very well could test negative twice, but you know, you just don't know with each one of these guys. So. With that being said, you might have to. Uh, I I would think that because of those two days, you might have a better chance of seeing Ben back. 
but it's just whatever happens with those tests. But as far as the other guys, there's a possibility that you see TJ and there's a possibility that you see Joe Hayden, but I don't know if you see the other two guys. Cause gosh, we don't even have word on Trey Turner yet. Mm-hmm. Right. So what do you think that they're going to do as far as preparation for this? Now, the reason I'm going to ask you that is we bring up, when I say we, um, the Steelers went ahead and they're already looking at even starting either Norwood or Carl Joseph at safety. And one of the guys in our Slack chat, I think it was Michael Beck brought up, well, looks like they think he's going to be out. You've got to prepare like he's going to be out, don't you, Shannon? Yes. You, you know, you you hope for the best, but you prepare for the worst. So, um, Norwood has some experience there. Uh, very limited, obviously, as a rookie. But, and Carl Joseph has professional experience. So, um, neither one of them is going to be able to, you know, uh, replace Fitzpatrick and everything he, all, you know, brings to this team. Um, even though he hasn't been getting the as many turnovers and interceptions, he's actually his tackling has improved as the years went along, and and he's he's had some excellent coverage and and played some good uh, you know run defense and on the back end. So, um, but yeah, you have to like you said, you have to uh, prepare for the worst and hope for the best. I want to bring up Rands here, um, Rands eighty seven Iraq Z. And I think COVID protocol is 14 days, which normally that is. But in the NFL, if you're vaccinated and Ben is vaccinated, it's 10 days. Tony, is that correct? Yeah, it's, it's different when you're with a vaccinated player. So that's that's the one good thing about the, these positive tests. As long as these guys are vaccinated, they, 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 they basically just have to test negative, I guess, a couple of times within a window. And then and then they'll, they'll, be, they'll be able to play. So... Just like everything, just like it could have been a good thing that the Lions did not have time to prepare for Mason Rudolph, and sometimes it's it's a good it's a good thing for the Steelers the same to bring a guy in and have him start as a backup because I think backup quarterbacks do together when are better when it's a surprise. But one thing the Steelers do when they have more time to have a guy prepare. They do better. I remember two years ago when we're finding out that Duck Hodges is going to play his first game against the Los Angeles Chargers, where the Steelers don't do well on the West Coast, and he goes in there and he beats them in primetime on Sunday Night Football. So I I don't... And not only did he beat them, he also beat them with a great game by Benny Snell Jr. too. So there's, there's things to look at. It's nothing's the end of the world because other teams get injuries too, but you just don't want to lose some guys like you've lost. And that's what they're going to go ahead and look at. So much more to talk about, about the tie, about personnel, what the Steelers are going to do next week. And we're going to talk more about that, but we're going to go ahead and take a break. So if you're hanging out here on Facebook or YouTube, just you know stick around. If you are one that likes to download our show and listen to it on the audio side, Well, we just ask you to switch on over to number two. It's as simple as boop. We will be back right after this on the Steelers Hangover from BehindTheSteelCurtain.com. 